from the heart of New York City. He is the human suplex machine. This is the Taz Show. Yeah, yeah. Talking wrestling, sports, and beyond. It's the Black Tower Maniac coming out of Brooklyn. A one-man crime spree. He gonna leave you shook. Try to beat him if you can and survive if he lets you. Human suplex and he coming for you too. Better watch out. The guy your mother warned you about. And he's got one question I'll inform you about. Like, you're not afraid of a little competition, are you? Award-winning host and former world heavyweight champion, Taz. All right, all right. Here we go. Here we go, guys. We're talking about a Wednesday. We're talking about a Wednesday edition of the Taz Show happening uh, right now. Going to come at you full throttle with a uh, exciting, exuberant, informative, informational. Two hours coming at you full, full speed, as I said here on the Taz Show. Thank you, everybody, if you're listening live at TazShow.com, or maybe you're uh, watching uh, live at TazShow.com. I appreciate that. Maybe you're checking out the audio on demand version of the show. Over at Play It or TuneIn or Spotify or everyone's favorite, iTunes. A lot of different ways to listen to the Tash Show. We'll watch it, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk about SmackDown. Gonna get into that. We're gonna talk about the plethora of announcers on the SmackDown. Holy quick fade Jones. And uh, we will uh, also discuss what is the main event? What uh, is not a main event. Okay, so if you want to contact the show, you can. I don't know how many calls I'm going to get through today, but it's a very simple process. I'm okay, if you don't want to call the show, <laughs> that was quick. I thought wow. I, I thought I thought I did something. I was adjusting easy, the easy level stooge here. man. Sorry, <laughs> it's TMI all, Jones. It's all down. my fault. All my fault. Take two. If you'd like to call the show, it's my first time doing this. That was a quick if show. If you'd like to call the show, it's a very simple process. What the hell? <laughs> Am I getting ribbed over here? What is going on? Take three. If you'd like to call the show. Attention hotline fans. Ah. Third time's a charm. Ah. <laughs> wow. Get out the kinks. Yeah. So anyway, 866-475-2948. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. So that's what happens. So, uh, as I said, uh, I have uh, different things to say about SmackDown. I watched the show. I did, did, I did not dislike the show, but I will get into that. Uh, we also have the captain here, which is he's, he's winding down. And obviously, obviously, Viking Rob is in the house. There, there they are. The bigger man is the, for those watching, is, the, uh, is the, the Viking. And the pirate is the guy with the blue Boston Red Sox hat. <laughs> yes, Boston Red Sox. As somebody's called that hat, yeah. <laughs> It's a Brooklyn Dodger hat, kids. All right, so obviously, uh, real quick, I'm touching this just because it's you know massive news. Overnight, we uh, crowned a new president of the United States. So that happened. The 45th president in uh, United States history, I believe that is, and that's uh, the Donald Trump. So uh, Donald Trump is a WWE Hall of Famer. Okay, how's that? Uh, so that we have that going on. So we have a the new president is a WWE Hall of Famer. That, I don't even know what to say. I'm, so I don't cover politics here, as you guys know. I do not do not get into this um, on the show because it's obviously very big news. But you know what? If you're listening to this show you know, three months from now, you don't care about this. You might not care about it now. Listen today. I mean, so so the thing is, it's not what my audience really wants to hear, and I don't really share my political views. And I think uh, it's best that way. My show is an escape. 
if you're a wrestling fan or a sports fan or just a fan of two hours of jocularity, then I'm your guy. I'm not the Wolf Blitzker. <laughs> I'm not Sean Hannity's. I'm not uh, Ty Cohen McGee. I'm not, uh, and I'm not, uh, you know, Monica Rottencock. That's not what I am. I don't do that here. You're this not is, political Jones. Yeah, I'm not. This is not. This is wow. not the show. Yeah, not the show. So we have fun here on the Taz Show. That's what happens. We have fun, and I talk about rest. I give you my insight, my my quasi expertise. You know, we try to all stay in a good mood here and keep it light. When you talk religion or politics, there's always a problem. We know that. So you got a plethora of, of avenues and roads to listen or watch today of different shows covering uh, the new president of the United States and that Hillary did the job and all the stuff. So you, there's, there's plenty of places to find that. But we all try to keep it light and, 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 you know, have a good time here on the show and be informative and stuff like that. And uh, I did notice that uh, everybody here seems to be in a Giddy Jones mood, uh, except for Handsome Johnny, who showed up late. And, uh, yeah, he, he did show up late. Um, Slamming bods and beyond. And, oh, boy, he had a little bit of a toot. A little bit of an attitude. i got to tell you, Handsome Johnny, I've worked with Handsome Johnny now for a long time every day. On the Taz Show, he's always very optimistic. Positive Jones. He's always in a good mood. He's always smiling away. I, I, I think the kid's a millionaire because he's always smiling. Because I think his wallet's tickling his ass. <laughs> his wallet's tickling his ass. All right, so anyway. Uh, Okay, so the kid, the kid is, he's always in a good mood, the kid. He is, and if I look like him, I'd be smiling too. I mean, he's always happy. Not today. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know what it is. I want to get to the bottom of it, but it does seem like that, uh, you know, Handsome John is a little bit, uh, you know, Puss Face Jones. There's a new one. Yeah. Lean Mean is like, oh, new one, Puss Face Jones. Got to put that in there. For try. volume two. For volume two is coming up. You know he's working on that too, by the way. I guarantee <laughs> you. So I don't know. Does anybody, hey, Captain, you know everything that's going on around here, even though you're leaving. Oh, I'm, of course. I think you have a good idea why. Just give a little hint because I, someone in the building told me you know why Johnny's upset. Things don't seem to have turned out the way Johnny wanted them to. On the Tad Show? Well, not in general, <laughs> which I guess includes the Tash show. <laughs> no, no, oh, my God. <laughs> is it? Oh, you're talking about the, not the political stuff, the presidential gimmick. Yeah, I was trying to be, you know, subtle about it. Oh, wow. So I guess he must have wanted the, the Hillary Clinton to win. I think the, so. Oh, boy. Mm-mm-mm. Well, maybe, uh, maybe I, I should find out. What are you smiling about, Rob? Uh, oh, oh. You're Mr. Trump guy. You're, I'm not going to hide it. Not that we're going to discuss this. So you're smiling because Johnny lost. No, that's not the main reason. It's part of it. <laughs> Holy. This guy's grinning. you got to watch the video. This guy's grinning away. Listen, I, I'm, we're not going to get into it, but last night made me happy. Hail uh, to the uh, Okay, task. easy, easy, easy. Calm down. Please let me control the show. Okay, relax, sir. Don't get ahead of yourself. You're getting all excited. Okay, so that's great. I'm happy for you and your political views, and you're happy. I feel bad for the Johnny. But I, I, is this is why he's snubbing by the studio and snubbed by you, Big Rob? I don't know him as well as you guys do, so I think maybe Tom or yourself would be in a better position to judge why he feels this way this morning. First of all, I, I never judge anyone. 
in any way, shape, or form. I'm not a judgmental guy. Captain knows that, right? Not at all. <laughs> you rarely have opinions. Will you stop? I'm very non-judgmental. I'm a partisan Jones. I, I mm. believe in, yes, you just let the, you know, I'm, I'm a free spirit type guy. I'm the type of guy that'll go to the beach on, in November and ride the waves on my surfboard. Okay. Well, I'll surf it up. Like live and a, let live. I'll live and let live. Surf up like a crazy bitch. Oh yeah, that's my thing. You know that. So we're gonna try and find. We're gonna try and find out uh, what the heck is wrong with Johnny. Uh, this video, Brian. I know he's uh, on cans you guys. Before I get on with the show, I just don't like that there's a bad aura in the building, and Johnny's got a bug up his ass. Does anybody know? I mean, is like, is he calming down? Because I got to do a show here, and I don't want the guy in a bad mood. I know he's in a bad mood. He just snorted at me when uh, he walked in earlier, so I really don't know what he's yeah, doing right you know, now. Maybe it'd be good because Giddy Jones over here, the, the big Rob the Viking, smiling away. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah when, June, when Johnny came in this morning, he, he saw the smile on my face. He just, he just walked, blew you off. Yeah, yeah, he just blew me off. I think I see what's going on here. I think I have an idea, and I'm going to get into it a little bit. I think I see what's going on over here. Yeah. I think there needs to be a little bit of a... I think the, the best way to fix this is a confrontation. Got to clear the air. You got to clear the air, sir. And you got to have a confrontation. And I think it might be good. And even though we don't do this here, I think I'd like to have maybe in the next segment, I'd like to have Handsome Johnny come to the studio. Let, let, let's, let's, take a, let's take a couple of minutes. An intervention. Well, not an intervention. Let's let you know. Hey, you always got something to say, the big Viking. And you're, you said you're a big Trump guy. This guy, maybe, maybe it's time for a little debate. Maybe. Little ta oh, look at this guy. You're not afraid. Look, he's not afraid of the debate. I always have my dancing shoes on. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now I think you really got under Johnny's skin. <laughs> there is no tomorrow. Man, I'll he tell you what. The Viking don't play around, Johnny bro. might demand a dance-off. <laughs> then, then I'd lose. <laughs> Excuse me. So, yeah. Unless um it was on a pole. <laughs> No, I think it might be good. I mean, I don't want to get into the whole politics thing, mm -hmm. but I'll tell you what. I think I think you know fans of the Taz show. They they love Handsome Johnny. Sure. They know who you are, mm -hmm. Rob. <clears throat> and I don't know if they love you, but they know you. Um, maybe it's good if there's a little bit. Maybe we need a poll, Cap. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a different idea involving a poll. What? You know how when you want something and you're not sure if you'll get it, you ask for something more ridiculous to make what you actually want. Look easier to accomplish, right? Why don't you go and ask for a poll in the studio, a dancing poll? And when you're told no, be like, "Well, what about a picture in the lobby?" What are you nuts? These, these are the reasons right now that I'm gl I'm glad you're leaving the show. Uh, happy trails. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. These, these are the reasons because that might be. You see, now all those bad ideas you had inside you for nine, eight months. Now they're going to come out the next two days. Mm. Yes. Because that right there, <laughs> Cap, you're usually pretty good. You're pretty creative. That you're was foot in the door, Paul. That was, <laughs> that's called Melon and Jones. I mean, that's just, oh, yeah. Fax it in tomorrow let and Friday, I told pitch you. A, let me pitch a pissy idea and get the hell out of here. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm thinking, before I get into talking about SmackDown, because I have a lot of thoughts on it, maybe maybe it's a good idea if we, if we did a, a, just a quick three, four-minute debate. The Handsome versus the Viking. Uh, you know, it, it's it's the D versus the the, the R, the me, the Metacatics versus the Repatalics, <laughs> <laughs> Democrats Republicans. Yeah, it might be good. Blue versus red, might be good. Raw versus SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, blue versus red. Exactly, might be good. I don't want to. I don't want to do politics on the show. I don't. 
But I'll tell you what, I would almost almost pay money to see the Viking and the handsome have a verbal barb <laughs> on my show. I don't think I've ever had a singular barb. Yeah, before. and and, <laughs> and I'm not giving this a lot of minutes. We're talking maybe three to five minutes, Jones, and then we're time clocking it, and we're we're out. Oh, it'll be over before that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Threatening now. I like that you're doing that. You're basically saying that you're going to just guzzle the handsome. Yeah. That's what you're saying. It'll be like Owen Goldberg hat. Get in there. About two, three minutes. Wow. So you're saying you would just take the handsome Johnny, who's a stalwart on the show, by the way. He's a massive part of the success. And you're just gonna because your guy won and the president, you're gonna just take the handsome and beat his ass. Give one to the captain on the way out. Give him a cuisinart. Oh, jeez. Alright, anyway, we maybe we'll do that in the next segment. We'll see what happens. Let's see we'll see if uh I wanna make sure handsome John is okay with that because I don't wanna yeah, you know, I don't want anybody's political views. If uh, you know, if one of you guys get worried, and I don't think the handsome John is going to talk to uh, to the Viking in his headset. He'll probably tell uh, the captain. So, Cap, if if handsome Johnny accepts, he's not in my he's not in my ear. He left the building. No, no, Johnny's not in my ear. I don't have a feed to that in my ear. Don't get hot. I'm just <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just saying. Bro. I do. He's already cursed to me eight times. <laughs> will he accept the challenge? Uh, Johnny, will he accept the challenge? Can we, why can't we? Uh, yes, he said he will accept Oh, that challenge. sounds very combative. Okay, so <laughs> in the next segment, we will have this little battle with you two guys, and it will probably bring my show to a whole new low. <laughs> <laughs> On to SmackDown. So, yeah, we had SmackDown yesterday, and before the show, um, I guess on social media, because I saw a whole bunch of people tweet me about it, the WWE, they uh, ended up announcing that Tom Phillips would be the fourth man on the announced team on SmackDown. Now, a lot of people were like, what the heck is going on here? That's a lot of announcers. Yes, it's a lot. You guys know I've talked about it. I know Joey Styles has talked about it. Joey Jojo! Uh, yeah, yeah. I know Joey Styles has talked about it, as I said. Oh, my God! And I know my good friend, good old JR, the Hall of Fame himself, has talked about it, meaning not huge fans of the three-man booth just an opinion right now we're going four-man booth holy crap so I, I i after once i saw the announcement i didn't really react to the stuff on social media because i wanted to watch the show and i wanted to see what and how are they doing what phillips on the announce team which the smackdown announce team is mauro nalo for those that don't know jbl and david otunga and now you're handing I, i'm sorry uh, now you're putting tom phillips in there so, I wanted to see what they were doing, okay, before I made any, you know, schneid comments or put it over. I'm Not that I was going to put it over, because uh, you guys know I'm not a fan. I believe in two-man teams. That's what I believe in. But anyway, but I watched the show for two hours, and I saw what they did with Phillips. Now, I know a lot of you people expected me to come out here and completely bash this whole thing. Now, I'm not a fan of it. That I'll tell you. But... He, it seems like that. This is the first show they did with this, and it was live uh, in Scotland, so I guess live to tape, whatever you want to call it, but they, they recorded it live. Because um, it's not airing by us live, is it? Because that's a whole different time zone. No, they're about no. five hours ahead yeah, yeah, from where yeah. we are. Cool. So what they did with Phillips, 
it, it, it seems like where they want to go, and I think you got to give him another one or two shows to get it out there. It seems like he, because he even called himself one of the on-cameras later on the show, the host of SmackDown. So it seems like he's the host, and Mauro and uh, is uh, Mauro and uh, and JBL and Otunga are the announcers of the wrestling and stuff like that, as opposed to Phillips, who it seems like he's handling the graphics, the ins and outs, the breaks going back and forth. And um, you know, I, I, I'm on the fence with that. I don't think it's a bad idea. I think this has kind of happened years ago in the business a little bit. I don't. What I don't like about it is that Phillips is actually at the announced desk sometimes. That's what they did last night because when Nikki Bella joined the announced team as a guest last night as a guest commentator, Phillips was gone. But then we heard Phillips's voice going into a, a graphic, going into a break. I just think that I, I'm a little confused what WWE's doing. And before I know, a lot of you guys think I was going to come on here and bash it and rip it. I'm not going to do that. I think that they tried something. I don't agree with trying it on a live show, the level of a SmackDown, but I think they tried something. They're going to go forward with it because they announced it. It seems like he's a, a host as opposed to the play-by-play guy. That's what it seems like. I just think there's a little bit of a disconnect by having him at the announce desk. Number one, the actual physical desk isn't big enough for the four of those guys because it looked like Phillips, when they, when Mauro introduced Phillips, he hardly could fit on the end. So it looked a little weird. Now, maybe I'm saying that because I know the desk. I've worked behind that desk for a lot of years. So I, it's the same desk. They could change the top to whatever. It's the same desk. So to me, it seemed like he was sitting on the end. He wasn't at the actual desk. There's no room. JBL's a big guy. Otunga's a big guy. You know, so they're taking up a lot of width in that, you know, on that, that desk as it is. Uh, I don't know. If he's the host, maybe, am I saying put a podium next to the desk? No, that would be horrible. Uh, okay, you know, uh, maybe have him backstage. I, I don't know. Maybe uh, not, not have his own little desk. That would be stupid, too, unless you put him on the stage. I was going to ask, would that be too much, like, with the way Raw is set up with their announcers, though? Well, no, Raw has the announce desk on the stage. What I'm pitching is have the announce desk where it is on SmackDown ringside, at right by the ring, and have the host, quote-unquote, Tom Phillips, <clears throat> on the stage somewhere where he goes backstage, comes back out. Whenever he has to say something, he says something on mic with that sea of humanity uh, behind him of the audience. You know, why say, hey, coming up after this, we're going to go to break. You know, that's more, it looks like more of a host then, where you would see like a Ryan Seacrest on American Idol or something like that, or uh, Carson Daly, my boy, on uh, <laughs> America's Got Idol, whatever that show's called. <laughs> America's Talent is an Idol. They're, they're all the same shows, all those shows. They're all mixed in. America's Got Idol is a talent survivor, big brother. <laughs> they're all the same. So... What I'm saying is, don't have him at the announce desk where the wrestling's being called. Have Phillips, if he's the host, he's in the arena, which I think is cool, but have him, I don't know, sometimes on the stage. And, you know, sometimes you get him backstage where he's getting you in and out of breaks, you know, where he's selling pitching stuff and stuff like that. You know, I, I think I think that's a better way to go with it, in my opinion. Um I think when you say he's added to the announce team, it looks like he's one of the announcers. Now, I could be way off with this hosting, but he said the word host, and maybe where they're going is that Morrow is being moved out. 
A lot of people think an Otunga is being moved out. No. I, I don't think you're going to put Otunga was a wrestler. You're not going to put Phillips in that role. And you're not going to have him as a lead host. You know, maybe Morrow, I'm not saying he's leaving the company. Maybe they're going to put him, they're putting Morrow on 205, 205 Live. And maybe because I, you know, remember I went on that tirade last week, Captain, remember this? Yes. About you, you should have two different announcers. One for SmackDown, one for 205 Live. So you're saying you may be getting hacked? Could be a little bit. Could be a little bit. I'm saying that maybe they should have put. If you're gonna if you're gonna have Morrow go to 205 Live, maybe you have Phillips coming in to take over that role as play by play. Maybe I'm wrong on this hosting, but it seems like being a former announcer from there, he's handling. Going into breaks, coming out of breaks, bumps, which we call. He's handling graphics. He's handling the, the ins and outs like that, which is normally the play-by-play guy. But then when the wrestling's happening, he's he's handling that a little bit. But it can be confusing when you have him at the desk during a, a wrestling match. Because I don't know who's controlling the car. And that's the thing. When you have a three-man booth or a four-man booth, you got to have somebody driving the car. I would assume, in this case, it's Mauro Ronaldo. That's all I'm saying. It could be a little confusing when you have Phillips there. Now, I want us to say this about Phillips. I think I said this last week or early this week, whenever I said it, that I it seems to me that WWE is not confident enough in Phillips to put him on a SmackDown or a Raw. Obviously, I was wrong on that, so I stand corrected. Cap, I said something like that, right? Well, you were saying how he was really stiff on Raw. Right, this, as this a backstage I'm, interviewer. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, he was not stiff last night. I thought he did a good job, Tom Phillips. And I've been hard on Phillips at times, in my opinions of him. I have nothing against the guy personally. But I did. I do think last night he did a pretty good job. I, mean, I don't know if you guys agree or not. I mean, yes, no, maybe so. Yes, hello, talk, somebody. No, <clears throat> excuse me. I thought he did a really good job. I thought he did a good job. I thought it all sounded pretty good yesterday. I think he was trying to find his role, and I think WWE is trying to find his role with this. That's why I'm saying I think he's a host where he... We're, you know, we got people on social media going crazy. Oh, my God, a fourth man. Well, that's kind of what the WWE Twitter put out, that it's a fourth guy headed to the desk. It, it, I don't think he's handling all the wrestling. Once I saw him not sitting there when Nikki Bella came out, I'm like, ah, they would never do that. Uh, somebody <clears throat> somebody tweeted the show, is Tom Phillips almost in the SoCal Val role from years back on TNA Impact? I think that's a good example where Val did that a lot. She did a great job as a host. Sometimes JB did that too. JD, JB was great at it. Val was good at it too, but JB was really good at it. Christy Hemme did a little bit of that too. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, I But I think that WWE's doing it more of a, um, here he is, Tom Phillips. You know, they, they do everything more grandiose, more big, you know, bigger, and that's kind of why they're successful. Uh, but yeah, I think that's not not a bad I think a, a bad a bad uh, uh, um, analogy or example uh, to SoCal Val for sure. Um, and that was from Chris Walsh on Twitter, by the way. Okay, so so the thing is, like, I I do think that um, I do think that onto something, and this maybe this is just the beginnings of it, and I think that could have been a feel out thing. Um, I I think Phillips did a good job though. Whatever his job was, he never stammered. He sounded right. He sounded uh, con- convincing on air. He seemed comfortable. He, he, you know, he's been comfortable sometimes, and I've bashed him a little bit. Comfortable on NXT, like he's too comfy, where he's taking shots at the boys sometimes on NXT. I don't think that ever is going to happen on SmackDown because he'll get in a lot of trouble uh, from <laughs> the bosses there. But 
he seemed more comfortable, Phillips. And I don't think he sounded half bad at all. I thought he sounded really good. I I think that if they're going, there's two different ways of going, as I said. One is Phillips is the host. Well, a host is completely different than a play-by-play person. So that that's number one. If he's the host, then he's not the play-by-play guy. I thought it was funny. If you watch the on-camera where they show all four announcers, and it reminded me of what's the, what's the, the movie from your Major League or what was that, all the baseball announcers or something like that. One of those shows that had all these baseball announcers, all the commentators, like, that. what show, what movie was that? I can't remember. But there was some kind of friggin' thing. I don't watch movies. I don't know. Last movie I, I, last movie I went to was Jaws 2. I, I don't know. <laughs> So, so um, uh, I went to two, though. Joe's Deuce. Joe's mm. Deuce. So, yeah, I, I, you look at the on-camera, and it's all these announcers. Like, you know, it's like a team of announcers. And when Mara, I'm sorry, and uh, Tom Phillips is saying, hey, he welcomes everyone back to the show, whatever it was. I don't remember what segment it was. And he says, I'm the host. He said it because he was <laughs> probably struck. Make sure you let people know you're the host. <laughs> you guys notice that? He goes, I'm the host of SmackDown or new host of SmackDown. <laughs> Watch, go back and watch it. Watch Mauro's face. He's he's no cell Jones. He's like, yep, yep, that's yep. He's smiling like you could see. He's either pissed or he's like, okay, this guy's gonna handle the heavy lifting of the ins and outs, and I'll just call the wrestling. I watched the reactions of the other guys on the team, like the color commentators, a tongue and JBL. They can give a rat's ass. It don't matter to them who who's doing that stuff. That's easy. You work around them, but you know. Or like I said, so it's the whole thing maybe with where you get him away from the announce test, put him on the stage, or the other way, which is more extreme, where maybe you're moving Phillips into the play-by-play role on SmackDown, and now Morrow is going straight to 205 Live, exclusive to 205 Live. Quite frankly, uh, and I've said this last week, I really think that's what they should do with 205 Live. The vignettes, they obviously WWE does great packaging and vignettes. The vignettes we've seen on Raw and SmackDown of 205 Live is badass. I think they should make this like it is, a special exclusive show just for the WWE Network with exclusive announcers. So let's say Morrow's off of SmackDown. Now you just have him. I know it's going to be Corey Graves. He's the Raw guy. But, you know, put somebody else in that role. Somebody tweeted out WWE molding Phillips for uh, future Michael Cole role. Uh, maybe, maybe. Listen, the, the, the Twitter thing is not a Q&A here. Okay, this is not how we do this on the show, okay? You will be fired quickly, okay? You understand me, sir? Yes. Cat got his tongue. <laughs> I love how the captain just sits there and just lets, lets you just, just... He's probably telling you, yeah, read this one. <laughs> do this. He did twice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's setting you up. He's, he's bad. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. Now get me back to my train of thought. Because, again, I'm in my monologue, but you just decide you're going to just talk to my monologue. What was I saying? You were, you were talking about Corey Graves. What? <laughs> well, no. Well, you were talking about Tom Phillips, obviously. You were yeah. talking about his role and, right. and how that, that all factors in. Oh, really? I'll let you continue. Oh, thanks. Because <laughs> I can't remember Captain. Cause you remember, I don't remember what the hell I was talking about. You threw me off again. What? Too bad exclusive announcers on 205 Live. You need to do exclusive announcers, in my opinion, on 205 Live. That's how you have to do this. My opinion. Seriously. I mean, I, I, I think that it's... They're going to make it... They, the show's going to be cool. Okay, the 205 Live thing's going to be cool. The concept's great. We also saw last night the stuff that they're, the creative they're talking about with Kalisto. So now I guess it's, uh, so I'm trying to figure it all out because th- there's a chance now 
that the Cruiserweights move from Raw to SmackDown. Now, they just said on Raw that the Cruiserweights are still on Raw, right? And we've had seen some of the talent, the Cruiserweights say they'll still be on Raw. Now, there's a step where um, Kalisto will wrestle Kendrick at Survivor Series, I believe, right? Survivor Series, somebody? Yes, yes, yes. 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 Whoever wins. So if Kalisto wins, boom, here comes the Cruiserweight title to SmackDown. So my prediction is Kalisto's going to win. <clears throat> They're not going to put that stip in. And, and this is why it makes sense to have that happen, guys. Okay, you want to have... if you, I think the, the Cruiserweight title should not be on any show except 205 Live. That's just my opinion. I believe everything for Cruiserweight should be exclusive to that WWE Network show. But they want to go a different route. I'm sure they have their reasons, and it's probably to make it bigger and to give the rub to 205 Live. So have the Cruiserweights at times on Raw, but now I think it will be on SmackDown, in my opinion. I predict now that Kalisto will be win at um, a Survivor Series because now from a uh, logistics standpoint, it's easier for the WWE because they have talent in the building on SmackDown Okay, uh, that are... Um, could work right on that same night on 205 Live. So you get more bang for your buck if you're the WWE. You're paying for people to be there. You're paying for their trans. You're paying for all this stuff. They're there, so it's, a, it's, more, it's an, easy, uh, an easy sell. It's easier continuity-wise, not just the money, because WWE's a lot of things. Cheap's not one of them, I can tell you that. But they're smart. They want to save a buck here and there, but like any company, that's successful. But the other thing is for the 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 sell the promotion you have a uh, you have a what do you call it, a cruiserweights wrestling a cruiserweight match, you could segue it right to two or five live. You also could shoot an angle, guys. Okay, this is just like a little fancy booking, uh, you know, where you could shoot an angle now on SmackDown with the cruiserweights, and and that's a good way to get people to go to two or five live to see the conclusion of the angle. Nubworthy Jones. So that's. That's what. That's probably the best idea they could do, as opposed to you shoot an angle on Raw. You got to wait a day and a half till two or five live. So it's it's and Captain's nod and said yes because you get what I'm saying, right, dude? Yeah, completely. That's right. That's so that's the best way to handle that. They're doing it right, WWE. I gotta say they're doing it right. I, I wish they would have thought of this two weeks ago. They obviously just seems like they thought about this yesterday. To be honest with you. And they, it must have happened in a meeting, and they came up with it. But no matter what, it, it's a good idea, and it'll work, you know, fine. Because it's the logistics part along with the creative part that you could shoot the angle on Tuesday, live on SmackDown. Hey, you want to see Kendrick? I'm sorry, not Kendrick. You want to see uh, Kalisto and whoever, you know, fight while, uh, you know, what's his name? Tony needs to run in on Kalisto here on SmackDown Live. Oh, my God, you're going to have to watch right after SmackDown 205 Live to see what happens here. Dude, it's a layup. It's a layup. Very smart. Very smart. That's that's where they're going with it. I got to go to break. Other side of break, I'll uh, get into SmackDown a little bit more. Also, I guess we'll do this debate thing quickly with the uh, – <laughs> we're going to give five minutes of the show on the other side of break to this debate kind of quasi – I don't do politics, but it'll be a kind of a – Debate with the handsome and the 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 Viking. Um, you know, I just hope it doesn't get violent. We're we'll right back on the Taz show. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play dot it. All right. Well, 
back here, uh, Wednesday edition. You guys know there's a new president of the United States, Donald Trump. So, no, I don't cover the politics, but we're going to have a little debate. Not with me. Viking Rob, big Trump supporter. And I noticed that the um, handsome Johnny earlier came to work. He was boo-boo face Jones. Had a bug up his ass or something. He's angry. Uh, comes out. Captain basically stooged him off, said he, that's why he was mad. Can't rob a bank with the captain. Oh, yeah. Don't <laughs> rob a bank with the captain. Oh, I oh, look oh. for uh, bigger projects. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a lot of you guys are calling the show. Um, so I'll, je- I'll get on that in a second here. Uh, and then I guess we'll have, uh, we're going to talk more SmackDown. I'll do that in a little bit. But before that, I'll take a call. Here's the order of events. Paul, the handsome, the debate, then SmackDown more. How about that? No one lays it out like me. I'm the best. Hey, uh, Ryan in San Jose, you're on the Taz Show. Hey, Taz, how's it going? Good, champ. What's up? Good. First off, I just want to say, Captain Tommy, uh, best of luck in your future endeavors. Um, hope you uh, land on your feet, kid. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no yeah. problem. Hey, so Taz, watching SmackDown last night, and I noticed that uh, Shane McMahon took uh, Baron Corbin's spot yes. in the Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. So I just had a theory. What if on Raw, I've got a feeling Braun Strowman will not end up making the team because he does kind of seem like the odd man out, like as far as he's not the star. He's not a star compared to the other four, at least being a champion and a main event guy. And well, he's, really he's, he's kind of, to your point, Ryan, he's kind of like a Baron Corbin where he doesn't play well yeah. with others. Exactly. Right. So what I'm thinking is, if what if this Monday on Raw they do some sort of an angle to get him out of the match and Mick in and there? his replacement is Triple H. Oh, Triple H. I I don't think that would happen. I don't think okay. Triple H. I mean, I maybe I'm wrong. I don't think Triple H. Um, I don't think Triple H would do that. I don't think that would be a Triple H thing. I I think you're gonna say Mick, even though I know Mick's banged up and he probably can't, but maybe he could. I don't know. Uh, I could see the Mick thing. Faster than Triple H. I don't think you. I, I don't think you're way off, and you're thinking about Braun coming out of that thing. I don't think you're way off on that, though, Ryan. I really okay, don't. You, yeah, I you might be right. Triple H, because only because then it'll keep the focus on Triple H and Shane. But then, in the same token, it'll take attention away from Kevin Owens and AJ Styles, who are the de facto champion and uh, captains of their team. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think we got. You know. I think we'll know a lot more after Monday on Raw. But I think you could be right on that Braun Strowman thing. Uh, definitely, Ryan. Thank you for calling, buddy. I appreciate it uh, very much. Uh, very nice of you. I'll take one more call. Well, well, you can't do that. The person just hung up. <laughs> wow, that was. <laughs> Jeez, that it's, was. It's because you didn't say Niner. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? Hey, uh, Miguel in Jersey, uh, you are on the Taz show. Hey, Taz, how are you tonight? What's up, champ? Oh, not much. A little exhausted. Uh, stayed up last night. Uh, you know, not to go too much in detail, but it didn't go in, in my way. But Oh, you're you know, not yeah. Johnny. I see. Okay, got it. Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the handsome one. Yeah, I, I kind of uh, equate this to the night that Eric Bischoff showed up on Monday Night Raw. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was funny. I like it. I like Eric. What does that mean? I, I, I was a little better. No, no. I, hear I know. It's funny what you just said. I mean, from a, from a shocking standpoint, you know, it was when, when, yeah. when Vince McMahon announced his name and he showed up, I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very, very similar. Uh, so I wanted to talk a little SmackDown with you, but, you know, while I was on hold, I kind of was thinking about, you know, something a little 
kind of going with this uh, with this uh, presidential election here, and I'm just a little curious because obviously he has somewhat of a storied past with the WWE, and he is a WWE Hall of Famer technically in the celebrity wing. Do you think that the WWE will uh, make any sort of recognition or kind of put something out there towards this? You know, I, I'll tell you, I I was. I was working for WWE when Donald Trump was there doing the stuff with Vince and when he, you know, bumped Vince and all that stuff. I was there, I, you know. So, I, you know, and I got to be honest with you, Trump was uh, actually very nice uh, to everybody. Anybody, I, I met him uh, back there. He was a really nice guy to everybody, uh, but he wasn't running for president. I mean, but, you know, he was obviously very successful and all that stuff. I, I, would, I would assume that WWE would say something, but I do think that they, uh, kind of like I do, or I guess... I do like they do because they're much bigger than me. Uh, you kind of keep that separate. You know, you kind of keep politics separate from entertainment when you're doing something like WWE. So maybe they wouldn't. Um, I do know that both Vince, uh, Vince and, and a lot of folks there in the front office are very much into politics in the WWE. I, thank you for calling, by the way, Miguel. Uh, I do know that. Um, but I do think that Vince would keep most of his views and opinions to himself. I think I might have seen Linda McMahon tweet something out congratulating something like okay, that. Okay, so there you go. So and she, and she ran. Right, no, I know, I know. So so yeah, I don't to answer this question, I, I think if WWE was gonna do something ready I don't think it's on the WWE website. Maybe you could GTS that. Maybe I don't think they put something out there. Uh I, I didn't look at their Twitter this morning. I have no idea. Uh maybe. But um while you're doing that might be time uh, for a small debate because I want to get this out of the way. Uh, yeah, I know. It's bad, Cap. It's bad. Captain, you going to be the timekeeper? I guess so. Okay. So you're going to be the timekeeper. Um, if the handsome Johnny, if he's in the building, can we please bring the handsome handsome Johnny in the building? Handsome Johnny, you need your pyro? You waiting for your pyro, bro? What are we doing? Let's go. <laughs> Where is he? I know he's around. He's usually waiting right by the door. I think he canceled the pyro. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Handsome Johnny. Handsome Johnny coming in, chair in hand. One day he's going to come in with a steel chair and just crack me right in the face one day. I'm telling you. Uh, so anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, how you doing there, guy? Doing well. Doing well. Uh, you- <laughs> <laughs> Super. <laughs> That's awesome. Alrighty then. Okay, uh, okay, pal. Listen, listen. I know, I know, I know, I know. You're. I saw you walk oh. by, and, and you were very. Okay, he just left. He was on camera. Oh well, that would help <laughs> if the camera was on him. Yeah, this is uh, what, what we used to call that, Captain Butch League Jones camera. What was it? Bill? Bush League you, video is it? Bush League video. Yeah, is it working now? Oh, look at that. It is the handsome. Oh. Yeah. So I, I noticed when you came in earlier, you you were really. Bro, he's got notes. I'm just letting you know. Oh, Viking Rob, I'm letting you know that I can see he, my man's got notes. I think I saw some index cards over there, this too. This guy's a prep nut. You don't know what you're dealing with here. So we're going to do this debate, but I did notice, John, that you you seem, you're always, since we're working together here a long time, every day is a lot, right? And you're always optimistic. You're always positive. You really are. I'm not, I'm I, not, I, I always, yeah. I bust chops and I have a lot of fun with, with you and stuff. You're a great sport all the time. But you're always just about always very optimistic really i and you know what it's it's something that i try really hard to do um and so uh yeah uh this morning i was a little little uh shocked shocked Mm. um disappointed in how the election turned out but you know what like i said you know i try so i uh i i consider myself a rational person that that 
tries to be informed, mm. and I had, uh, I based on my... Is this a monologue? I'm no, just based on my understanding and, and what I what I was uh, receiving in terms of information from, from <laughs> the media, um, Hillary seemed like the, the most qualified candidate we had had for president uh, possibly ever. No and one cares. Okay, well, listen, that's, that's <laughs> nice, Cap. Uh, Rob. That's go. nice, right. Robbie. That was that real professional fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that away. Got to yeah. get the shots yeah. in, right? So, so listen, so, so, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Right. I just want so that's why you were, I'm just trying to, I, this is not going to be CNN, Fox News business. This Pundit. is not, no, this no. is not freaking MSNBC, CNN. It's none of that here. Okay, no. this is a five-minute gimmick that didn't start yet. I just asked you a question, sir. See, I was putting you over. Yeah. You were mad. Were I you was. mad because Hillary lost? That's why you're mad. I was mad because Hillary lost, yes. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. Now you'll have your time. Viking Rob, are you ready? Absolutely. But, okay, yes, but what? John but I'd what? like to preface this. So, so after, uh, you know, I was uh, very upset this morning. It didn't saw, start yet. The, the but, competition did not start, sir. But it's... I, I how want, much time are you? Uh, how much time are you giving them so I, I can have my timer ready? Hey, hold on. There's too many things I going on here. Music ready to I got this guy talking. I mean, people are confused. Let Johnny say one more thing. Watch on. Well, I, I I thought okay. So so all my my research has been in in support of Hillary. So maybe maybe there's something wrong with my research. And after looking at the research out and the information out there, you know what? This is fantastic. We should be looking. I mean, my gosh, you you might have a point, right? Uh, okay, okay, possibly. Okay, hold, hold hold on, hold on. What, dude? Are you on some kind of a smack drug vape? <laughs> like what? What are you talking oh. about, bro? We're trying to have a competition of a debate, and now you're going into a commentary. No, I. Uh, I mean, I've got a. I've, I've got to join. I've got to jump okay, on the bandwagon. I know that we all are going to. We have to support, as Americans, the new president of the United States. We get that. And all the Democratic folks get it. I don't want to get into my views. But listen, Captain, please, you're the only one here that I'm starting to like. <laughs> wow. Whoa. It only took a year. <laughs> so, Captain, I want to give these men... This is a. This is going to be. This went from a five-minute debate to a three-minute debate. Okay. Okay. So, so this because you could thank Johnny for that. He took up too much time. <laughs> so yeah, thanks, John. That was his plan, by the way. So we'll give them what's fair. Thirty, not thirty seconds. That's well, too well, short. just like Trump in the debates. I'm not given a chance to speak here. So. Oh, look at this! Look at Would this! You like Will you stop? Oh, 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 did you hear what he just said? No. Say it again. Would you like to come stand behind me? Oh. <laughs> come on. So listen. Okay, look. Look, I just want to have... I'm already... I'm, I'm going to quit. I'm going to leave the show. Okay, I'm just telling you right now. I'm getting... I'm mad already. This is why we don't do politics, because I have no idea what I'm doing. Okay? How much time do we give... Maybe a minute? No, not a minute. That's too long. 45 seconds. John, you have an opinion? Oh, I think we should just kind of go free, free ball, it. <laughs> <laughs> right? All right, I'll be the moderator. Yeah. I'll, I'll, when I say enough, or if I hit like a, a sound effect that's like uh, no, like why don't that. we just go no. back and forth? Now that I'm on the Trump bandwagon, why don't we just go back and forth and oh talk about God. reasons we, oh, we think Trump is going to be fantastic wow. for everyone? Stop. Okay, listen, please. Johnny, you're starting to get me upset. I think you're I'm act- going to go hang out in the video room. No because, he's starting to eat- no, because he's acting like a sore loser. That's the problem here. I want you to take the high road. I know you better than these other guys. John, you're being a sore loser. You're being immature. No, get the camera on him. Bri, get the camera on him. He's got that shit. No, he's got a sh-
Come grin on. on his face. Listen, I just want to have this little debate. Go Trumpeters. I, okay. Trumpeters. <laughs> this became an, I just wanted to just appease some of the folks that want to talk politics and have a little fun debate with two guys on my show. One who's a Republican dude, one who was supporting Hillary. That's all. So I'm moving forward now. Here we go. Okay. So are we ready for this? Let's get rolling. Uh, we'll do it free. Well, let's let, let's let, let's let, um, the Viking, Rob. He, Rob will have the floor first. Uh, Captain, I'm sorry, uh, Tom, try to keep a little bit of the, <laughs> the time. Try and keep it like, let's keep them around 45 seconds. Okay. Okay. So, and Viking, are you ready? Yes. And begin. Okay, so. <laughs> All right, so I guess nah, we're all nah, the nah. oh, Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, the president's role is foreign policy. Domestic policy gets tied up in the Senate and the House. Trump has many major policies. Uh, he's going to get rid of all the uh, terrorists. He's going to get rid of ISIS. He's also uh, not going to allow a 600% in increase in Syrian refugees, which is what Clinton wanted to allow in this country, and you can't vet them. You have about five or six authority figures, including the head of the FBI, the head of the CIA, and all the Joint Chiefs of Staff saying you can't let these people in, and she wants to just have open borders and basically a one-world nation. She takes money from everybody, and uh, she's the most crooked politician all right, in the, in the history of this Thank country. Thank God. Thank God. Time and is up. Time we used to have a buzzer. I guess the war. Uh, okay, good good job there, Viking Rob. Uh, good job. Okay, so um, I, this is I, 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 hold on. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. give you a chance to rebut. Okay, and and I I, th I just want to give you a little commentary. I do think uh, Rob explained himself the right way to Viking. He gave his thoughts and opinions. He was very succinct in his thoughts. I think 45 seconds was was fine. That was plenty. Yeah. Okay, and let's go. Let's go. Here we go. And now here goes the handsome Johnny. No, I, uh, like I said, I'm on the Trump bandwagon, and you hit on foreign policy and immigration so well. You know, Trump has a history of, I would have the exact same immigration policy. Eastern European, underprivileged, underpaid, young, underage models only, right? That's that's what we need in America. <laughs> Keep them in an, in the East Village basement. What, so you can that's go swing in a swing state. You can go swing this in a swing is, state or what? Who wants <laughs> women and children? Come on. Old, like, okay, you know, they've already had kids. <laughs> they got wrinkles, and then kids, ugh, God, uh, okay. poop everywhere. Okay, bro. Keep so them out. This guy. I still have time left. <laughs> Keep the women and children away from our borders. Okay, time's up. Models okay, John, only. John, 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 I like, dude. The guy gave a legitimate commentary, and you come off with a handsome Johnny commentary? That was not in any form. Uh, anyway, okay. Wait, hold on. What wasn't in any... Repeat... Finish your sentence. What wasn't he, any from what? Him? Yeah, yes. There, there. But what do you mean? You have a problem? Stop. You're staring at yourself on camera. This, you, you, this, you, you, uh, you, you, you don't think that his commentary was legit? Like, it, it was well thought out, I should say. He was educated in his thoughts. You came off talking about models in Europe! Right, because it's <laughs> as absurd as saying... Trump is the the president who will get rid of terrorism. Like that that as a Why are you tell tell him? It's Don't a, tell me, tell him. It's as if Trump is the only person to ever like, you know, figure it out. You know, the previous presidents have not had any kind of agenda to, to get rid of terrorism. That's not, like been a low level concern of theirs well, for the last been, decade. Well, she's been she's been in political office for 30 years. She's been the Secretary of State for two terms now. 
Iraq's a disaster. She got people killed in Benghazi. She has ISIS infiltrating all these countries, these Northern Africa countries. And uh, they're just they're just running rampant. You see what happened in San Bernardino. You see what happened in Orlando. And they're infiltrating this country. Right. And, I, and I think he's going to be tougher but you think on national security. And that's why I voted for okay. him. Okay, we're almost done here. Please, God, tell but, me. But you honestly think, you know, where whatever you, you lean politically, you honestly think the president of the United States, the incumbent, has not done everything in his power. You know, he's sitting there and he's like, well, this is the better option. This would get rid of the terrorists, but I'm going to go with B. You know, it's like... Well, he, re- he refuses to acknowledge it as radical Islamic okay. terrorists. Okay, okay. I want you guys but to pay attention. But now we're getting a little okay. too deep I want here. you guys to pay All attention right. to this. Ready? Ready for this? I'm done with the tablet. Okay, All ladies right. and gentlemen, there you go. There was our... Uh, but I had... Uh, uh, no, yeah, 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 no, sir, sir, no. No, it's a debate, and you're not supposed to put over Trump. You're supposed to be against him. I can't believe that happened. Second round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, uh, everyone here that did the debate. Hanson Johnny can't wait to get out of here, by the way. Uh, I would love to share the rest of my notes. Well, you could do that later, pal, but I don't know. You had notes that were going to just put over Trump. This was supposed to be a debate. The segment sucked. Damn it. Well, we, we're trying to find optimism in in the news today. I don't want to talk about this. You know, we had we had a caller call in. Sorry about Hillary, like me. But I'm trying to help him find find reasons to look forward to the Who's Trump him? presidency. Who's him? The caller? The, the caller. Oh, you're trying to be optimistic and be positive yeah. and help them. That's like, like me. I woke up very kind of despondent over everything. But now I've, I've seen, you know. Who else can lose a billion dollars and just shake it off, you know? Who... What? What? Go ahead. What? Who else? You know, he's he's going to lower taxes and spend more, like billions more on infrastructure. I mean, that's like the grocery store saying, we're going to give you more and stop charging. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Ian from North Carolina, you're there, right? I am here. Uh, can you hang on a second, dude? I'm sorry about this. Yeah. You, you might hold on. Just I'm not putting you on hold. You just stay right there. Okay, Johnny, are you done? Because you, you're really, yeah. you know, the segment's over. And I got to say, the the Viking, he whooped your ass because he was succinct. He said his stuff. He's got a shitting grin on his face over there. Take a look at them. Let's get a look at, look at him. He's just sitting there <laughs> laughing, lying and laughing. Listen, John, John, yeah. I, you know, you're passionate. You know, you, you got Informed, you know, I like yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah, informed. Okay, great. All well, right. there you go. There's hey, a second. Hey, what? let's celebrate at a stripper pole. Let's get on it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Answer. Hey, uh, Ian from North Carolina. I'm sorry about you were part of that segment, pal. Uh, welcome to the Taz Show. Oh, that's fine. Hopefully this question will uh, lighten up the mood a bit. Oh, please. Uh, I, I just <laughs> As long as it's wrestling related, I'm in. <laughs> so, there's a lot of speculation that one of the reasons why the raw ratings have dropped is because there's not really a, a top baby face. Um, what do you think the, is going to happen to the Taz show ratings when your top baby face leaves next week? Oh, wow. You're saying the captain's the top baby face, Ian? Really? Well, thank you, Ian. He, I, you know what? I think Ian's on to something. Actually, Tom, you are the top baby face. And Ian, I don't know. I, I it, it could be catastrophic for the show. Ian, have you been listening to the show for a while, bro, or you're new to the show, watching the show? What, what's your deal? Um, I've been listening back before, you know, back before it was a, you know, a live show, back when, when it was actually a You and podcast. Yeah. So, okay, so do you think that I should beg CBS to, like, keep the captain <laughs> and, pay, and pay him, like, 
tons of money and you think they'd even listen to me, Ian? Probably not, right? I don't know. What I mean, whatever keeps the Viking off the show. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Ooh. See, there you go. Ian, Ian bringing the wood. Ian, <laughs> Ian don't play, he's not playing around there in North Kakalaki. Yeah, who, uh, who won that state? Uh, oh, wow. Look at that. When, I mean, yeah, uh, Trump did. <laughs> well, Ian, listen, pal. Uh, I thought you were going to keep it light, Ian. What happened? <laughs> That was my joke question. That's not my real question. All right, buddy. Um, What's up? Yeah. My my real question is, they announced yesterday on SmackDown that if Kalisto wins the Cruiserweight title, the whole division is going to move to SmackDown. Yes. Do you think with the 205 Live coming and it's going to be after SmackDown, do you think they're just going to do that to make it easier? Yeah. Like, does, does the Cruiserweight division, do they travel with both shows? Uh, bro, I, uh, I hear you. Dude, you, you obviously didn't hear the first segment. I just went over this whole thing. Um, oh, sorry, I didn't. No, I just woke up. It's all good, brother. No, no. Basically, what it is, I'll give you the long and short of it, okay? And thank you for calling, Ian. I appreciate it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Basically, what I was saying was, uh, what's going to happen is, it, in my opinion, it makes sense to do this for logistics because the talent now, you don't have to have talent come in for uh, Cruiserweight talent, come in on Raw a couple of guys to wrestle. Then they, you got they're in a hotel. They lose a day doing nothing, and then they got to come back and 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 I'm sorry, the next day and do 205 live taped. I mean, not taped. 205 live on the network. I should say on Tuesday. Instead, you do it right on um, right on SmackDown. Now, logistically, they're there. Okay, and and then you could do storylines on SmackDown and tease them, segue and send people to 205 Live to see the conclusion of this story. That's the genius of what WWE is doing with this. I I'm telling you, it's a little clunky right now moving it from Raw to SmackDown, and so a lot of people, which I could have been one of those too. Bitch about what are you doing? You said it was gonna be on Raw. Now it's not. You just have talent tweet about it on Monday. That's all true, but at the end of the day, for long term, it's good business and it's smart what they're doing. It, it makes a lot of sense because uh, from a creative standpoint, as a teaser to hook people to go and use SmackDown as a platform to get people and continue stories that you start on SmackDown, fruit, send them right to 205 Live. It makes tons of sense, you know. So it's it, it's very smart. Um, and you don't have to have talent come in on a Monday and, and, and pay their flight, take care of them financially, do all this stuff, inconvenience them from leaving home or whatever the hell the reasons are to be there on Monday when they just got to work on 205 Live on Tuesday. Just doesn't, you know, it's, it's a smarter move. Like I said earlier, I think that 205 Live should be completely standalone. Maybe they're getting there eventually with its own announcers. You got the purple going on. That's cool. It's got its own branding, its own colors. You know what? Have the referees dress different. Give two referees to 205 Live or one. And just he's exclusive for that. Don't make a big deal out of it, but he's just a referee for that. And let him wear, you know, something with purple instead of black and white stripes. Maybe he wears a purple polo shirt, you know, with a, uh, you know, uh, with a WWE logo on it or a Cruiserweight, uh, you know, uh, a 205 Live logo on his chest or something like embroidered on his chest. I'm just throwing out ideas, you know, just to make it feel different. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe you put the announce desk somewhere different. You have the announcers on Raw on the on the stage. You have the ra- announcers on SmackDown ringside. Well, for logistics, again, they'll probably keep the Cruiserweight, uh, the 205 Live announce desk ringside because they'll just sit where the SmackDown guys sat. 
Uh, one will probably be tomorrow now unless they make that change too. I would do- go a different location for the announce desk for 205 Live, and I'm going to go to break in a second. I know we're late. I would have the announce desk for 205 Live actually in the crowd, in the audience. Put a small desk in the crowd. You know what I mean? Something different where it's amongst the people. Only downside with that is that you're going to have people leaving the building that late at night. I don't know if they're going to be able to get people to stick around. Because it's a school night, like I said last week. People got to go to work the next day. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it, you might get people leaving. So you got to have some good stories that are cruiserweight stories that are getting people to stay to watch 205 Live in the house. So if you got a good amount of people there, you can put some kind of a little announce gimmick desk amongst the audience, which would be kind of cool. You know what I mean? All right, so I'm going to go to break. Uh, other side of break, I'll take a call or two when I come back. And again, I, I promise I'll get to SmackDown. Be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome back to the Taz Show, your favorite podcast ever. Oh, yeah, I love this podcast, Taz. Shut up! Bastard. Anyway, one hour down, another hour to go on this Wednesday edition of the Taz Show. Hope you guys enjoyed the first hour. I gave you some, a little bit of a, you know, thoughts and opinions inside on the four announcer gimmick on SmackDown, along with the Cruiserweights potentially moving to Raw, then in, I'm sorry, to SmackDown, then into 205 Live. With the whole Kalisto stipulation. Haven't really got into Raw much at all. We also had... I want to apologize to the audience for the... (laughs) Tom's laughing already. I want to apologize for the... Lackluster attempt at a political debate. That, That moment there... With the debate between Handsome Johnny and the Viking Rob completely cemented and galvanized why I do not cover politics on the show. I'm just glad I wrote in Jack Tunney. <laughs> that that segment, not segment, that moment, which was only going to be five minutes. <laughs> but Johnny decided that he was, I don't know what he did. He was going to do it, whatever that was. He did uh, a double turn there. I he think. did a little double turn. I think that's a good point. Right? Uh, you, Viking, were very good, I have to say. No matter what my political views are, you are very succinct and on point. Stop talking. So, 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 just don't talk. So, he just then he just sits there. I, he gets a short tongue Jones. That's you know you've seen this, Captain, with the people on the show. So yeah, the segment was horrible. Not the segment. It wasn't. This wasn't a control. I don't do bits here. You think that's going to keep you out of the White House? That's going to keep me out of the CBS Radio Hall of Fame. <laughs> Not that I'm even in line for it. Ah, they hate me. It's getting worse too. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be here. By the way. You know, you don't get Tom. Uh-oh. Well, Trump's looking to fill a cabinet, so. Yeah, I don't think he wants me, especially after that segment. <laughs> How about the Secretary of Suplexes? What do you think? That's not bad. I did see, uh, you know, during the break, I went to the men's room, and then I looked at one of the TVs in the uh, <clears throat> the newsroom over here that we have in the building, and I noticed that it looked like Trump was doing his his, uh, his, his speech that he wanted. Like, say, he was doing some kind of a promo. He was kind of a promo in front of a mic. <laughs> I don't know. I, the, the audio was down. But he had his whole family there, and I never had a chance to see his younger son. I think he's like 10 or 11 years old, uh, Trump Jr., well, I don't know his name. 
Uh, I think it's Baron, actually. Oh, that's a great name, Baron. Baron! That's a real name. So he looks a lot like the Donald. The poor kid's got the hair and everything. I felt bad for him. I'm looking at this kid. At this, of course, this kid's a multi-billionaire. You're saying a 10-year-old looks like a 70-year-old? <laughs> he kind of does. <laughs> his hair and stuff. I'm, no, not his fa- but his face, he looks like his dad when his dad was young. Mm-hmm. He does. I mean, the kid is uh, the kid's filthy rich. He's 10 years old. I wonder if I can get him here to be the producer of the show. I try to just be buddies with all the rich dudes I could find, you know? It's my gimmick. It's it's a smart way to go through life. Yeah, if you want to borrow a buck or two, hey, everybody, hook me up with 10 bucks. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> You know what I mean? Then you'll be the guy that owes someone else less than $100. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the little SmackDown action. So, yeah, I, um, I talked a lot about the Tom Phillips thing and the hosting thing. I think that it's, you know, it could be something cool, but as him as a host, meaning meaning Tom Phillips, not as the play-by-play guy unless, because otherwise it's too, many, it's too many people at the desk. I don't know who's running the show. Because at times Mara was running it, then sometimes Tom Phillips was. But I, like I said earlier, I think Tom is handling the hosting duties of the ins and outs, bumpers and stuff going in and out of break, hosting per se, uh, as opposed to play by play. But I do think they have a chance to maybe move. This could be a way to move Tom Phillips into the play by play role and move Mara, like I said earlier, into the solely just for 205 Live. Keep him exclusive to that. Maybe. Maybe that's what they're doing. That's just my thoughts. We saw it uh, kick off with AJ Styles uh, come out, the champ. AJ looked great. I like this promo. He said, I'm team captain of this whole thing here. And then we uh, saw Bray Wyatt come out with Randy and Luke Harper. And I'm still not used to Randy Orton with this group. It's still weird to me. So there's obviously something brewing there. Dean Ambrose came out. And then I like that AJ said, there's Ellsworth and Dean's not here. And he said, Ellsworth. He goes, Who's going to fly him here? There ain't no one flying him in. I, he popped me. He hooked me. When he said that, I'm like, oh, I, 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 I'm sure Ellsworth is not there. And then when now Dean Ambrose kind of quasi-introduced Ellsworth. That surprised me. So I thought that was good. But then it ends up, the long and short of this thing is Corbin, Baron Corbin leaves. He came out too, by the way. He, he Baron Corbin, leaves. Uh, I think it must have turned him off when they named Ellsworth the mascot, which was funny. I think that was kind of cute. Another post. I think it's good. You gotta, Ellsworth's got a following now. He's trying to make the guy a little bit. They got to do something with him for the Survivor Series thing. So he could be a guy that's trying to help and cost, cost the, uh, the SmackDown team to match. He's the mascot, but he makes mistakes. And he doesn't mean to make mistakes, but he does. You know? Um, it could be. Could be. I don't know. I, that, that's probably where I would go if I'm going to predict right now. Yes. I mean, so um, Barry Corbin leaves. And then they, they went a lot more with stuff with Baron Corbin, with Shane McMahon and stuff like that, where basically he said, Corbin says to him later on in the show, look, dude, you know, I don't need you. You need me. You need me on your team. And I'm not being part of no match tonight with this tag team thing. And Shane was like, I'm paraphrasing. Oh, no problem. You can wrestle Kalisto then, your former rival or whatever. And then they shot that angle, which I'll get to in a second or two, where Corbin hurt his knee, um, you know, to get him out of the match. Um, some people will say, oh, he should hurt his knee. I, I don't think so, guys. I, you know, once Kaliso drop-kicked his knee, meaning Corbin, once he was hurt, I guess I'm getting to the match now. I'm fast-forwarding, sorry. Once that happened, uh, you know, I kind of realized, okay, the bump that Corbin took off the apron was phenomenal. And that's happened to me, where mm. you could get your feet hung up in the apron skirts. So let me teach you guys real quick what I'm talking about. You get the apron, and then you got that banner a lot of times that goes across the... Um, apron of the ring 
what either this company logo on it, whatever. But I don't know if they have that anymore on Raw and SmackDown most of the times because they usually have like that LCD or LED, whatever it's called, that board. Really cool futuristic, futuristic thing with the logo. But I'm 99.999% sure there was an apron skirt, old school, on that apron yesterday. I think <clears> I think there was. I think you're right. Yeah, and, and, and Corbin, his foot got hung on it real quick. I watched it back twice, slow, and it was, he, did, he did a good job. I mean, the way he got that's how you would fall off an apron. It's happened to me, I'm telling you, at a house show. It has. And your feet can get hung up in that, that apron skirt, and you just go down. And, I, you know, I thought that, to make it feel more real, my just my corrective criticism, my criticism, if I was Baron Corbin, I would not have sat there, held my knee, and screamed at the ref, whatever he said. I I think if you're really hurt like that, I don't think you're screaming at the ref like that. I think you're more concentrated on the pain you're in. That's just my opinion to make something feel more real. Uh, but they had to go the route to make Kalisto shine now, and then he came in with a big-ass drop kick on it, and they, they splashed the knee. You know, so if someone is legitimately injured, I don't think they're going to go that route. But the angle I thought was really good. I enjoyed it. I think it's a good way. I, I love, I'm a big Baron Corbin fan, as you guys know. And I think that him pulling himself out of that match that was supposed to do on SmackDown was smart. Because Corbin's the lone wolf. It runs consistent with who he is. So that part I have no problem with. I, I don't have no problem with that at all. I really don't. Um, uh, by the way, in the beginning, being that I jumped ahead, talking about Baron Corbin and Kalisto. They did a great spot to start the match when, when uh, Kalisto flipped in off the trampoline like he always does to come into the ring, which is an awesome entrance. And Baron Corbin just closed on the hell out of him. I thought that was great. And I also think Mauro and Allo did a really good job on storytelling as Kalisto went back and splashed the knee of Corbin. If you pay attention to what Mauro did, <clears throat> he was explaining and telling the story at the right time, as Kalisto was heading to the ring, back to the ring, after they left, they told him, get out of here, get out of here, <clears throat> the guy's hurt. Right before he gets back in the ring, climbs to the top, and does the, the splash on the knee, listen to Mauro Nalo. He does the right thing. He did a quick, succinct storytelling deal on Kalisto Corbin and all this stuff. And, and I, I got to tell you, he, it was a really good job. He caught people up quick on it. They had B-roll before that supporting the angle with Corbin and Kalisto going back a couple of months, too. But I did think that it was a really good storytelling by Morrow, in my opinion, on that deal uh, uh, during that the heat, that the shine for uh, Kalisto. I liked it a lot, uh, very much. Hey, uh, let's go to uh, Chris in Nashville. You're on the Taz Show. Hey, I voted for Rudy Charles. Well, you voted uh, for Rudy Charles, all right. <laughs> I wanted to say a quick word to the cap, and uh, I want to thank you, Taz, for... Uh, Providing this platform, uh, you know, I love the business, and uh, it, uh, it's good for the fans, it's good for the boys, it gives them a voice, and yes. not just anybody would do that, so I appreciate that. You got it. Yeah, and man. the captain, I'm going to miss you, I'm going to miss the chemistry, I'm going to miss the way you kizap-fizap your passion. Oh, Connie Jones, look at this guy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm not going to miss people saying ahoy. Yes. Thank God that's over. But I'm going to miss your brother. Thank you. Hey, Chris, are you, uh, uh, please be honest, are, are you a worker? Yeah, 15 years, but I, I gave it up. All right, no problem. Who'd you work for? I uh, worked for Burt Prentice. Oh, wow, uh, yeah. Guys in Florida, Birmingham. I was a designated extra for about two years with WWE. All right, bro. Did we ever meet? Yeah. Yeah, we met like three times. You called two or three of my matches. 
Oh, there I was squeeze ashes, squash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what'd you work as? Uh, when I was at WWD, WWD, they were they used my real name. That uh, everywhere else, uh, Lonnie Kialoha, they okay. told me I was Hawaiian, so they gave me yeah. Jimmy Snooker's her name. I hear you, brother. Well, listen, man, I appreciate you calling the show, brother. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. I will right, we'll talk to you soon, man. Be be well. God bless. Bye bye. It's nice. Homeboy started speaking some legit Connie there, so I knew something was up. <laughs> Pretty good. I was like, all right, this guy's this guy's not some rook. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, man. Uh, anyway, yeah, see, captains, people do like you. Some do. Cat earlier said, man, you know, you're a big baby face. You got a good point. I didn't think of that, you know. I, I've said it before. The more intelligent Tash show listeners and viewers like me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Too much, please. Will you stop? Come on now. Stop the crap a little bit, huh? <laughs> Johnny just said my earpiece, just like Hillary. <laughs> oh, no. Jeez. Oh, my God. He's still Johnny, he's Brandon Raven over there. Stop. We can hear him through the walls. <laughs> you, you know why he's doing that? Because he's disappointed in his performance. And I hear him. I, hear, I can't even hear him, and I hear you through your comms. I yep. hear him. Mm-hmm. Because he's mad at himself, and he feels like I'm not going to give him another chance on the mic to talk about this stuff. But I gave him a chance, and he fell. I can't, I can't, just, what am I going to do? Really? Day, night, cold, hot. I can't sit here, and if you, if I give you a chance in the box at bat, and you, I'm giving you a chance to potentially hit a solid double or triple, and what do you do? You hit a bloop single, a Texas leaguer per se. Attention hotline fans. What the hell? You hit a bloop <laughs> single. He's from Minnesota, not yeah, Stop it. <laughs> Yeah, that was bad. That was bad, <laughs> dude. Yeah, uh, I, I, I need. To, I just need. To, I, I need. To, I need. To, I need a vacation, bro. I need a vacation here. But the handsome giant's upset, right? right. Yeah. yeah, we can hear him through the walls, can't we? No, no, dude, you're right. I, no, you're right. I, I, I totally agree. <sighs> you know, you need someone, maybe what you know that knows you better that could debate you. I yeah. think that would be better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not someone like Handsome Johnny's a nice guy. He's a good person. He is. So, very quickly, my college roommate's parents are multi-multi-millionaires. They're huge Democratic donors. Can he I text- meet them? Can I meet them? And can I <laughs> do their lawn landscaping? I just want to help them. I, just, I need well, the money. father owns a, uh, the biggest chemical distributing plant in all of Minnesota. I like chemicals. I'm a big fan of Do they of need chemicals. some kind of drive through or yes. a moat? <laughs> <laughs> What about these millionaires that you're going to introduce you to? Uh, my college roommate sent me one text message last night and said, your guy won, don't text me for weeks. <laughs> Bro, that's your story? Yeah. No one cares. That sucked. That's so, uh, yeah. Timber! Tell you what, you better be careful. Because mm. we'll bring in Big D, Big J, be Dennis Jones up in here. I don't know his political views. He'll debate you. I'd chop him down like John. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I love the Viking. He's got chutzpah. Yes. You got gumption, they say, right? You're darn right. Can you explain chutzpah, chutzpah for people? Uh, chutzpah for those not in the NYC area or of the uh, tribe. Uh, Let's try, explain tribe. Uh, well, the tribe is uh, Jewish people. Right. So uh, chutzpah means you, you got stones. You got balls. You got balls. You got balls. All balls, Jones. All balls, <laughs> Jones. That's the line. I'm not Jewish, but I'm, I'm a New York City guy, so I've had a lot of friends who are Jewish, grew up with a lot of guys, and, you know, <clears throat> and, uh, <coughs> KFJ, and uh, so I, I, understand, <laughs> I understand the language 
you know what Malacca means? <laughs> yeah, that one I know too. I look. Wow. How do you left those Malacca? I, I live in a very Greek area. Do you really? <laughs> yes, hey, I do. Cap, did you notice? Yes. You did he, notice? He did yeah. Know, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's why you guys get along. It's interesting. <laughs> that's great. Okay, awesome. So, um, back to SmackDown. We saw the Fashion Police, Brizango. Uh, they wrestled the Vault Villains to advance to the Survivor Series tag team gimmick and um, for the Survivor Series deal. And they worked. They came in as the Fashion Police. But I thought it was entertaining. It was pretty good. And they gave a gimmick to... Uh, they gave a ticket to JBL was in a kilt and, and a, suit, a bow tie. I don't know what was going on. It's like a Halloween thing, I guess, because the Scottish gimmick. And uh, the Vaude Villains end up losing the match to uh, Brizango. I was surprised. I thought the Vaude Villains would win this match. So now Brizango advances into the Survivor Series match. So congratulations to them. That's a big deal for those guys. Um, we saw Natalia and Naomi. Naomi's entrance just gets better and better, guys. I totally agree. Dude, it's awesome. It's awesome. Totally agree. Last night just looked better than ever. I mean, it really did. It was really cool, especially in uh, Scotland. I felt like I was at one of those like Euro clubs. You know what I mean? Like I go to the, you laugh at captain. He's like <laughs> just picturing you in a Euro club, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for the bass to drop, <laughs> <laughs> drinking absinthe. <laughs> oh my god! Now I listen to the uh, abstract music. No, what do you call that? The, the house music. The house. No, that's that's old school house. There's a new term the kids call the it. Dubstep. Now. Dubstep. Yeah, that is correct. No, but I have a new one called the nubstep. <laughs> yes. Oh, <there> you go. <laughs> Yo, you just gave me a t-shirt idea. Oh, nubstep. Oh, that's awesome. I think you just gave Twitter a production idea. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. No, yeah, Wait till GIFs idea. come out. Oh, GIFs, GIFs, NIFs. Nips. So, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, uh, Nikki Bella comes out on color commentary. Like I said earlier, it was weird because Phillips then was gone. Tom Phillips was not at the desk. But, and then I'm like, uh, there's something not right here. I guess they're going to go this host deal. And then when Phil's came out later and said, I am the host of SmackDown or something like that. You know, so they would never have Ring of Honor wouldn't do it. And, and, and WWE wouldn't do it. TNA wouldn't do it. You'd never have one of your play-by-player color commentators leave the desk. That's why I don't think that's Phillip's role. I don't think he is the play-by-play. He's the host. So I'm intrigued by, as a former WWE announcer, I'm intrigued by what they're going to do with this. I really am. That's what I'm talking about a lot, because I am intrigued by it. And and so we'll see. I, I want to see what they do with it. Um, Natalia, Naomi, like I said, Naomi's entrance was awesome. Uh, you know, Na- Naomi won the match, which I, I think is the right thing here. Uh, uh, but as Natalia came back in the ring, they kind of protected Natalia the right way. She got into it a little bit with Nikki Bella. Carmella, I'm sorry, Carmella came out. And I got into it with Nikki Bella. And then Natalia was trying to play, because she's the coach, she had the Bill Alfonso whistle, which I thought was cool that Mauro mentioned the Bill Alfonso. Well, and she had a better functioning whistle. Yeah, well, well, listen, the whistle's important. John Tolis, he mentioned also, was a, uh, a Greek. You know John Tolis? He was a, gr- a great a Greek wrestler. He was a manager. John Tolis. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Yes. John Tolis, he was the real deal. Back in the day, years ago. And um, he, was a ma- he was a manager when he got older, and he was like a coach. And he had a ref, uh, the whistle, before Fonzie had the whistle with me. A lot of people don't know that. So uh, you guys seem riveted at this. But, uh, yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> the whistle is, a, is the key deal with the whistle. you got to have a good whistle. I'm telling you right now, I'm, Fonzie, me, like we made sure he had the right. I'm not joking. The best whistles are the plastic whistles with the cork ball in it. She had When I saw the whistle she held up earlier, I'm like, oh, boy. I got nervous. I'm like, this is a problem. 
Big problem. Didn't Sergeant Sarda used to have a whistle? Listen to me. She had a whistle. I think this is a learning tree moment. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we, not. We're all whistling while we work. We're talking about, yeah, exactly. We're, whistles are not LT moments, sir. Good oh, thinking, but it's really fails, no. It's The show's not doubt, sophomore. <laughs> you, you can't have a metal whistle. Slaughter did have a whistle. Did, yeah. Right? yeah. He did, but he didn't use it in a managerial, listen, maggots. You know, that's how he did it. You know, that was different. He was, he was a drill instructor. No, I'm talking about as a manager, like, you know, what's his name had it? Uh. Uh, told us and then and then Fonzie, but we made sure we had the right one. If you get a metal one, it can't be the big metal ones. And she had like a thicker metal one. And how are you gonna find a good whistle in Scotland? Let's be honest, they gotta have a run and go to the store. You, you're not gonna find models in Scotland. You know what I mean? Like you're not finding like you know dicks. You know what I mean? Like you got yeah, well, where's there a local dicks around here uh, in uh, in Glasgow? Oh, yeah, mate, there's one. Uh, they have a bunch of dancing girls over here at this one dick store. What the hell? So, no, no, you're not going to have that. No foot lockers. You can't find a good foot lock. You're not finding a good mall in Glasgow that has whistles. You're not. I'm sorry. You're not going to East Bay uh, in, in uh, frickin' um, Glasgow. So you, you got the metal. She had a big metal whistle. That's what it looked like. And when I saw it, I'm like, oh, man, this is not good. Sure enough, she's 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 blowing the whistle and it's not working. Halfway, it's Jones, it's just bad. I felt bad for her. So then she got mad at the whistle, Natalia, and she pushed Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she did. She got pissed and she, she pushed. It was funny, but um, but I, I thought it was a cool segment. I think it took care of Natalia because when got she got back in the ring quickly, then uh, Naomi cap- capitalized and got the victory. So. I thought that was all good. I mean, I had no problem with that. I talked a, little, a lot about it, I should say. Baron Corbin and Kalisto, I got into that. And then uh, on the other, I'm going to break here soon, so in a little bit I'll talk about Becky and Alexa Bliss, which this is the thing, uh, you know, we were told it was the main event. So this was a little confusing here for a lot of fans, including yours truly. Um, Mauro said at the top, and you can't blame him. He's just doing, I guess, what, what he's told or what he's thinking, that this was the main event. I'm, I don't know what happened. Maybe... There was a change on the fly. Could be. And th- that happens. Where a match is supposed to happen, and it's written in, <laughs> happened in a certain segment, and it's last second Jones, and it changes. A lot of people probably aren't thinking that because most people haven't been behind the scenes and don't understand, like when you're an announcer, especially how hard it is when something changes and you find out last minute after you promoted it a certain way, now you look like the jabroni. <laughs> but <clears throat> I'm sure WWE had their reasons why if they did switch Becky and Alexa. Because I start looking at my watch. I'm like, yo, it's early. It's like 9 at nine p.m. Eastern. And now they're going to the main event. What the heck? How long is this match going to be? And they gave the girls a lot of time. And they had a great match. And it was a couple of segments or whatever. But I really think in my professional opinion that there was a change. And it happened during the show that they just, I might be wrong, and I'm sure different things will come out today during the day about what happened and why it wasn't a main event because you have, you know, Miles saying it's the main event. So, I, you know, it wasn't like a massive problem to me because I've been in that position. I've sat there with Michael Cole, you know, where, where we'll sell something a certain way where it's going to be in the card and then it changes during the show. And just, you don't know the reasons why. And I think I'm just assuming here 
from my experience that this could be what happened. So that's the uh, that that's my stance on it, on that deal right there. Uh, take a call before I go to break here. James in Boston, you're on the Taz show. Hey, what's shaking, Taz? How you doing, brother? Good man. What's up? Uh, so I want to talk about Survivor Series and. Um, but I just want to say thank you and one last ahoy for me to Captain Tom. Mm. Thank you and, and ahoy to you too, man. And then a <laughs> for uh, Valhalla Jones over there. Thanks, James. There you go. James is a good so, guy. James is a regular caller. James, been part, you've been part of in a sense of listening or watching the Taz show for a long time, right, dude? Ever since the beginning. Okay, so. I've interacted with him on Twitter. Oh, really? That's interesting. No one cares. So no, here's the thing. Here's, here's, here's the thing, of Viking Rob. Um, the thing that happens here is that what, what, what James is doing, he's saying goodbye to uh, to the captain. This is probably, what, the seventh or eighth time. Will you stop? Right, what do you think, James? It's uh, on my calendar. It's the 10th. I think Lean Mean's putting a video together. <laughs> well, listen, everybody say goodbye to Trump seven or eight times. And he survived. Uh, he's going back. Uh, Politics Jones. Here we go. Republican Jones. Here he is. Oh, Elephant yeah. Jones. He can't. Elephant Jones. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy bastard. Self-deprecating Jones. Jones, baby. What's it? GOP Jones. GOP Jones. GOP Jones. <laughs> Oh, oh, sorry, I'm shooting hoops over here, James. Uh, we're destroying your call. How can I help you, sir? All right, so got one quick question. I, I, I may have missed it in the very beginning. Uh, I was taking my kid to school, but um, so are they actually you did. Swap- you did miss it. You did. <laughs> are they going to swap the cruiserweight title for the intercontinental title so they can have another major title on Raw that they can put the U.S. I, title I would think so. I have. You did not miss that. I have not gotten into that, but I did talk about why I do think it's smart what they're doing. What I, I think Kalisto is going to win that Survivor Series and beat Kendrick, and he's going to take the cruiserweight title too. You know, uh, SmackDown. So, and I think, and I explained it, dude. It's logistically, and it makes sense to tease stories to go into uh, 205 Live right after SmackDown. You know what I'm saying? So, from a promotion standpoint, it makes total sense. I I did not talk about the IC title, but I do think you you make a very valid point. uh, And that title uh, could flip over there. Now, maybe WWE is going to swerve us all because they're putting stipulations with championships, James. And then maybe on one of them they'll 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 not let it happen because you figure when they put a stipulation on a championship that it's going to go the way the stip- the new stipulation fell into place if that makes sense. So okay, yeah. you know what? Uh, we challenge anybody on uh, you know uh, Raw to get a shot at the IC title, and then that means okay, I got it. You're going to put the IC title on Raw, and you know what? If Kalisto beats Kendrick, he gets the the cruiserweight title and it goes to SmackDown. All right, I get it. You're putting it. I, I, I think it'd be too much of a, a angle alert or obvious, James, if they did it with both. So a small part of me is thinking maybe uh, Dolph Ziggler retains. I'm not fully sold on this thought. Retains the IC title uh, at Survivor Series. I mean, I, I hope they do because I, I think the whole entire storyline with him and Miz has been some of the best storytelling on both shows, but just with that IC title in a long time. Uh, no, I totally agree. And I think what they did with Miz last night on SmackDown was awesome because they didn't allow him to talk, which I thought was phenomenal. And to have Maurice do the talking for him, I thought it was great. Thank you, James, for calling, buddy. You're always a really good caller. 
I thought that was real. I'm mean, really late to break. I thought it was great what they did with Miz. I really did um, last night. I liked that he didn't talk. It was hysterical the way he handled it and the way Maurice uh, dealt with it. It was good stuff that he's whispering in her ear. I thought that was very funny stuff. All right, going to break. Other side of break will be on Facebook Live. So at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. If you want to watch the show there, you can do that instead of watching at TazShow.com. You can do that. Uh, and we'll get a little bit more into the uh, SmackDown talk. I'll be right back on the show. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yeah, yeah, How annoying is that if you just listening to the podcast of the show. Or if you're just waking up. <laughs> Man, that's got to be obnoxious. Holy crap. I know, Robbie, you want to get into it. I know you do. It's cool, bro. Are you kidding me? Tash Show City right here, brother. Fourth quarter. Get ready to wrap this biatch up. And we've been talking smackdown. Uh, we attempted a slight political debate uh, with some comedy, and it failed miserably. And I cannot blame the Viking. Handsome Johnny, let me guess. He went radio silent, right? He laid, He's done. Yeah, he's done. That means he tapped out. Yep. You said he's celebrating Trump. Oh, God. Now he's baby-faced Tony Kurt Jones. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. So uh, we got the Facebook Live going. If you want to watch the show there, if you're listening live, you can go over to Facebook Live. I'm sorry, damn it. Facebook.com slash the Taz Show. It's going away soon. I've seen some emails. Captain, you've seen them. I have. Why is the interim producer, the Viking, uh, Rob, not on those emails? I was about to ask, why am I still on them? I don't know. I'm trying <laughs> to get CBS to take you off all the emails, dude. I know. I heard you. You tried to get them to deactivate my key, too. <laughs> dude, it's, whoa. <laughs> it's unbelievable. They got the guy. They don't even know he's leaving. Like, it's, <laughs> they don't even know dude, I'm here. Dude, I'm we had an email. Regina Regina uh, is one of the sales. Oh, people. why would you not be private? Sure, of course. <laughs> you want to give her email address? Maybe her phone number? I mean, go ahead. Okay, so somebody in sales. Oh, that's oh, no one knows now. Who? <laughs> she included me on the uh, Tom made sure she included me on the email for future business endeavors. Big Mouth Jones. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, yeah, everything open radio Jones. That's what that is. Uh, I need another volume. I need a volume two of Jones's. <laughs> Some people say the hundred. Like if you want to watch, you can go to my YouTube page, which I haven't put anything on Taz Two Jones in a while. I have a reason for that, and I'm not going to tell you yet. But don't worry, Taz Two Jones is coming, making a comeback. But you can go on the YouTube of the Taz Tube something, whatever it's called, and you go over there, and you can <laughs> and you can check out Lean Mean, my man, who did a video on the Joneses, top 100 Joneses that I've said here on the show. Some people say, ah, oh, 100's too long. I'm like, no, it's not. I think it's awesome. Maybe because it's me. So I sit there for five minutes and watch myself say the word Jones. And I think it's great. God, I need to get a life. <laughs> Holy crap. I really need to get a life. I'm done with the tablets. Unbelievable. So uh, I'm looking at the Facebook Live, by the way, before I continue talking about SmackDown. We got Chris Tombs said, Big Mouth Jones. That means he liked it. Yeah, nice hat, Taz. Thank you, Danny Martins. Uh, it's orange. Yeah, uh, you got T- Teddy Anglin going, delete, 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 yes. 
broken Matt Taz Hardy. <laughs> I got to get Matt back on the show. Matt was Matt Hardy was my. I think I, can't, I just went over this the other day. Either my when I had the human podcast machine, human podcast machine Edge was my first guest ever. And speaking of Edge, he's going to be on the uh, SmackDown 900 gimmick next week. So we saw that promoter lot during SmackDown yesterday. Um, and we saw it on WWE social media. Edge is one of the greatest guys ever. Great guy. Great guy. Great pro. Great performer. I love I love Edge and Christian. I, I've always had a, a closer bond with Edge. I know him better. And uh, But anyway, uh, Edge was my first guest ever on the Human Podcast Machine. And then I had Matt Hardy on, before he was broken, by the way. I had Matt Hardy on probably, he might have been, I can't remember, Van Damme might have been second guest. And then this is when I was a guest-driven podcast, uh, a weekly podcast. And I, it was might have been, okay, it was probably Edge. Then it was, I, uh, da, 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 da. then it was Van Damme, I think. Then it was Matt Hardy, I believe. Then it was MVP. I think that's how it went. I don't remember. I don't remember. Nobody on Facebook Live's helping me. Uh, so uh, look, oh here we go. This is like catch up, Jones. Martin Jazbury said four man announce booth incoming on SmackDown Overkill. Uh, Martin, I covered this a lot. If you you obviously didn't hear the front end of my show. I gave you a different perspective on this four-man announce booth because I don't think it's a four-man announce booth. I think it's still the three-man announce booth, but I think that the uh, the Tom Phillips is the host, which is a different role. Because if you notice when Nikki Bella was there as a guest commentator, uh, and there was another point, too, where, where Tom Phillips was not at the announce desk during an actual wrestling match. Uh, unless, like I said earlier, and I said this throughout this show, but I have to say it again because some people are new here on the Facebook Live. You know, the thing is, man, it's like they could be maybe segueing uh, Mauro Ronaldo out of the SmackDown booth into exclusively for 205 Live and maybe then bringing in Tom Phillips as the play-by-play guy. I don't I don't know about that because, uh, like I said, I think he's handling hosting duty, duties. And I said what I think, man, I said this earlier in this show here, I think it'd be cool, man, to have, if he's the host, and I think he did a good job last night. And I'm the guy who said I don't think WWE believes a lot in him, and I don't believe they're going to elevate him to Raw or SmackDown. Well, I was wrong. Okay, I was definitely wrong because he had a big presence on that show yesterday. And I got to tell you, he did a good job. We talked about that earlier. Myself, the captain, the Viking, we talked about that earlier. I, I, I think we all agreed that Tom did a good job. John Rub- Rubino said, no, leave Tom out. He, I don't know if he means Tom Phillips. <laughs> leave, him out, leave him out of what? Or, or Captain Tom. Who's he talking about? Tom who? Who's Tom? <laughs> Who's Tom? Eric uh, Vizlano says, I uh, messed up his name, moving Morrow would be bad for business. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know if it'd be bad for business. If you have JBL doing color commentary, you know, Otunga's Otunga, whatever. You know, he's just, I, don't, I still don't think that's his, I don't think sitting at an announce desk, calling live wrestling is for Otunga. I think Otunga's much better in a studio role. As an announcer, my opinion. He's obviously very intelligent. He looks great. Got a good body, good-looking guy, smart guy, Harvard, the whole deal. Uh, but, you know, John Rubino meant Tom Phillips. Don't say sorry. He said sorry. No reason I'm sorry. No, um, I, 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 you're saying him out, but I, I think that if you – remember, I went off, guys, last week about you got – I really believe this. I think making you got to make 205 Live its own world. you got to keep it – I really believe that. Like I, I even said this earlier in the show. Their own refs, like one or two refs wearing 
black you know, pants and like a, a purple shirt with the logo on it, bring the colors into it. That's what I would do if I'm them, and I would have my own announce team. You know, and, and so you already got, so then you're going to have the SmackDown play-by-play guy in, uh, you know, Morrow, and then you're going to have, uh, you know, Corey Graves from Raw. You know, I mean, I think Corey, you know, will do a great job on it, but I, I, I think you, you got an opportunity. You, you obviously, guys, I was wrong. You believe in Tom Phillips, and he did a good job in that role yesterday. He could let him do the let him let him do the, the play by play on SmackDown, you know, and then just and you have JBL there, which will bring the credibility to the booth, a guy who's a former champ and a credible worker and wrestler and all this stuff, and a guy who can talk, and JBL does a good job. And long short of it, when they let JBL be himself, he does a very good job. He knows how to hype and sell things, and he and he could, you know, he's gonna he's credible. He knows who he's talking about. So he, you know, how do you not respect him? You know, so. Um, you know, I um I I, don't know, I think that uh, uh I, I think that that maybe yesterday with Phillips, um, hold on, John Rabino, one more thing about him on the Facebook Live, making this guy a star. He said, I don't like how Phillips knocks wrestlers sometimes. I don't like that either. But he he will not do that on SmackDown. That I promise. <laughs> not not on the Vince's watch and not on the Kevin Dunn's watch. That will not happen, my friend. I can guarantee you that. I don't think that'll happen. Or maybe, in his defense, maybe that's how they wanted him on NXT. More attitudinal. I don't know. But I don't see that happening on SmackDown. He didn't do it yesterday, and, and he wasn't, I don't believe him calling a ton of matches. Viking Rob, can you yawn anymore during the show? Oh, no, no. Now you're sitting up. Like, what, what? No, what is it? He's good. Dude, Cap, has he not yawned like a whole bunch? Yeah, a little bit. No, no, you yawned a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I guess the sound effects doors closed. It would be nice to have a yawn sound, but I guess they're not open right now. Jeez. Slow motion Jones. <sighs> don't, and then, you sta- then he stares at me. He sta- you don't know, like when you scold like your, your, you know, your German shepherd. And then, like, I don't have a dog, right? I, I had dogs. I grew up with dogs. So I had dogs around me all the time. I had dogs everywhere. There'll be something on Twitter now with gifs, <laughs> gifs with dogs around Taz. And, and I had dogs, and, like, you'd get mad at the dog. My father would yell at the dog, he's got a problem on the dog. Mm-hmm. And the dog would just sit there and go, Boo Boo Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's you. I get upset, but I've been through this. I've been through this. Seth used to do that. You're a lot like Seth, honey, yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Seth, honey, yeah, he was not Giddy Jones. Yeah. Tom Blotch, if that is his real name, on Facebook Live said, Viking, you're fired. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, yeah, it's... Wouldn't be the first time. Jack Marsh said, Viking in a bad slump. <laughs> 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 That's a good one. That's good. That's good. <laughs> it's a tough show to be on, bro. I you know. know that. You know. I know. You've been in radio a long time. Yes. And maybe I give you the floor, my friend. Explain the best way you can. Is it me? Like I'm a little. I have a lot of not rules, but I'm I'm a micromanaging pain in the ass. I guess. No, it, uh, no, it's different. You're tough but fair on, on a lot of the things that you want right on the show because this is your baby, this is your life, and uh, you do a tremendous job of it. And that's why Tom was a part of the show for so long, and uh, that's why hopefully I'll be a part of the show for as long, if not longer. Low key Jones, ladies and gentlemen, Low key Jones, right there. Well, I'm going all presidential there. Well, well, you're I didn't going pres- fly you're off going, the no, handle. It's, it's like, what are you, Barry White all of a sudden? Like, what, 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 what's going on? <laughs> 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 You'll never 
<laughs> Lou Rawls. I remember that song. The magic that it is. <laughs> That's not Lou Rawls. Yeah, that's not Lou Rawls. You changed Artist Jones. That's that. that you went yeah. from Lou Rawls and then you lost me. Well, it's a medley. See, there's the problem. Too far, Jones. He can't help himself, Cap. <laughs> See, he can't help himself. Just quit while you're ahead, Doesn't son. Doesn't know limitations, Jones. No. Too far, John. I'm going to have to break out Tom Jones next. <laughs> GOP Jones. I mean, it's just like there it's it unbelievable. Right now, right now, Lean Mean is like, whoa, whoa, wait. wait. He's <laughs> Jones Overload. He's, he's got 18 million cameras like he's running the Oscars. <laughs> Overload Jones. <laughs> he's going yeah, crazy. He's going from camera to camera. <laughs> he's got... <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I can't help the myself. Dogs, GOP, oh. you on the surfboard, <laughs> the whistle. <laughs> you getting caught in the apron. Stefan Gigolo said, Viking, put in your seven month notice. <laughs> That's pretty funny right there. That was pretty good. Uh, I got a good audience. They make some funny jokes, wise asses. Uh, he's banned from the show, that guy, by the way. Um, no, no, I'm kidding. No. So I had some thumbs up going. I got some red faces going on. What, what, what would I make mad? I got the half red face. I got laughter. <laughs> half red face? I had like, they had like a new one. Half red face. It's not, no, it's not even. It's mad. I had some mad ones. Why? What we do? What we will, uh, what I will talk about real quick because I was, <clears throat> I teased it earlier. So I want to just make sure I get on it. I think Becky and Alexa Bliss, as I said earlier, it was not, it was supposed to be the main event, but it ended up not being the main event. Main event usually is the last match, as we th- as we know. Uh, I, I think what happened here is there was some kind of a maybe a problem where they wanted to change it on the fly, and before Mauro and Al knew that, and he announced the main event, and then maybe a segment two goes by. Hey, by the way, we changed the main event, um, the last match, I should say. So now Becky and Alexa are going to be in a crossover segment at 9 p.m. Eastern, which they they had a lot of time. The two girls and they both really had a good match together. I I felt big time. Becky won the match. Alexa's foot was on the rope, so they got some controversy there, which I think is a good thing. Lots of heat on the arm of Becky Lynch by Alexa. Good, legitimate heat. Good story told by the announcing. I really enjoyed it, and I actually enjoyed SmackDown. So, um, for the most part, I mean, my show's running very late, so I can't get into the rest of SmackDown. I talked about most of it <clears throat> for, uh, for two hours here, so that's the deal. Uh, so, I'm looking at the Facebook Live. Get ready to wrap this, this biatch up right here. And, uh, and I think that was it. So in this show, we gave you a, a, a lot of a little bit, a lot of a SmackDown chatter and talking that up, uh, some attempt at some politics stuff, and, uh, and that's really the, uh, the deal. So uh, that's it. So I want to uh, thank, obviously, uh, everybody here on the Taz Show, uh, from Handsome Johnny to the captain who's leaving to the Viking himself, uh, Rob. Uh, and, of course, Video Brian behind the scenes, uh, getting it done the right way as the esteemed video director. That's the deal. The video on demand will drop uh, around 1 p.m. Eastern. And then, the uh, obviously, in about an hour or so, the audio on demand version of the show will drop in a little while. All right, guys. Thank you for everybody on Twitter that jumped on the show and on Facebook Live. I'm Taz. You're not. Adios. Yeah. Yeah, said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same, cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I wanna go back. Back to days with no grades, we ordered the kids meal.
they bought us all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at So going for another drink just to get away We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't let you go Back since I was shooting hoops, new issues, you know what I've been going through. And it's for the team, no, I go for my dreams. I've been on tours and screens.